Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're going to be concluding our series, Those People. Today's sermon is entitled, Those Critical People. Today we're going to learn to never ignore the value of constructive criticism. We're going to be looking at Proverbs 15, 31 through 32. It says, if you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home amongst the wise. Verse 32 says, if you reject criticism, you're only harming yourself. So today we're going to learn just how important criticism is and those critical people that we have to deal with. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, we're super, again, excited that you're here today with us. And we're going to dive into this today. We're going to be concluding our Those People series with a sermon called Critical People. Critical People. This video showed a while ago, don't you wish you had a mute button sometimes? Amen. Spouses, quit elbowing one another, throwing stuff. Man, wouldn't it be great to have that mute button? Y'all, that movie Click that came out several years ago with Adam Sandler, it was really cool because it gave him a remote. And, and what was cool about this remote is it gave him different features that he could achieve. Uh, and basically, uh, what kind of take place, you've never seen this movie Click, shame on you. There's going to be some spoilers alerts here. It's been out long enough. Uh, and so, uh, so what was happening is, is, is they had all these different things going on in their house, and, and Adam Sandler, his character in this movie, he couldn't find the remotes, and, and they kept talking about their neighbor having all this fancy equipment and having a universal remote, and he's like, listen, if they got a universal remote, then we can have a universal remote. So he went to bed, bath, and beyond. And then when he got to bed, bath, and beyond, he went to the beyond of the beyond of the beyond, and anybody ended up with this cool remote. That's kind of it in a nutshell. I'm kind of paint you a big picture here. <laughs> but on this remote, what was cool about this particular remote, now I would like to have this remote uh, with some of these particular features. And, and one of them, he could change the channel. If he didn't like what was kind of going on, he could kind of change the settings up. If him and his wife were in an argument, he could just turn her down. Ooh, amen, I need that button. <laughs> if she was saying something I didn't like, I could just do 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 or, or if you like Tasha, she likes to talk to me from three rooms over. I could just turn that thing up like, do, 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 like what? <laughs> and then I can hear everything. And, and so, but what was happening in this particular movie is, is he could actually fast forward chapters in his life. And so he had got a cold, he had got sick. And so he had took and, and he pushed that fast forward button. He was able to get over his sickness. But what ended up happening, and again, this is a movie, is it started taking off moments in his life, taking years off in his life. He was missing critical moments in his kids' lives and, and important things. But man, I would love to have a remote like that sometimes. Sometimes I'd like to replay certain events that have taken place in my life. And, and like, you know, when my kids, when they were born and, and back when they, they used to be nice and, and loving and didn't talk so much and didn't have these moments. <laughs> Your parents know what I'm talking about? But there's been times I've been, I, I love when the girls were little because he'd hold them in their arms. <laughs> I'd love to replace some of those moments. And sometimes I'd like to go back and have the feature where I could delete stuff. Anybody want to delete things in their past or would like the ability to delete things? Me too. But today we're going to wrap up this series and we're going to talk about those people, those critical people, those people that Nick Pick. Everything. Everything. You might know somebody right now that nitpicks everything. 
Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Trina. <laughs> Trina swat sides on me. Tossed off, spun everywhere, spun Trina. Trina quit nick, nick picking everything. Trina's fake, by the way. But, 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 but there's people that nick pick everything. They criticize everything all the time. Everything we do. Look, did y'all know there's people out there that criticize our church all the time? <laughs> it's crazy, ain't it? I like the fact that they watch me and they act like I don't know. I know that you know, you watch me, it's okay. It's great. I love it. Need pick me all you want to. We're just doing what God's called us to do. And, 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 but, 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 you know, we get criticized all the time. You know, a couple months ago, we done a, a big controversial uh, uh, sermon series called Mortal Kombat. Man, I took some grief from that. I got told I can't believe a pastor of a church would preach based on a video game that's got all that graphics in it and all that stuff in it. And I said, it ain't no different what you're watching at home. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, so, but I took grief. But you know what? And I said it then and I'll say it now and I'll continue to say it later on as we get criticized. We're going to cross lines to get people in and not draw lines to keep people out. If it takes me going and saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to you know, try this out and then see what happens, then by golly, we'll do it. Because we, we, we want to be that church that people talk about. Because <laughs> you're talking about us, that's a good thing. But there's people out there, man, they see everything. Everything about our lives. Maybe you work with people that everything, you do everything right. Every single thing right. And they still find something to gripe about. To nitpick. Well, if I was doing it, I would have done it this way. Or I would have done it that way. If it were me, I wouldn't have done that necessarily. Ooh, I like that one. If those were my kids, I wouldn't have parented them that way. I wouldn't have let them have that. I wouldn't have gave them that. Ooh, let me keep going. Y'all keep your hands down. Quit, stop it. Anybody in here dealing with critical people? Y'all stay tuned for the next series called The Vow. We're going to be talking about relationships and you families and married couples need to be here. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. If you're sitting there going back and forth saying, Pastor Michael, why you ask this stupid question about these people? You dealt with those people. You know good and well we've dealt with those people. We've dealt with these people before. I've dealt with them. You've dealt with them. And these people, these critical people, man, these, these are what I call the most painful ones. They're a pain in our butts. And like I said, we can do everything right. We can do everything right, and they still want to nick us, nitpick us apart. They want to try to break us apart and tear us down. I've often find that when things are going good in your life, and things are going great, and, and you seem like you're on top of the mountain. Again, it's easy to praise God when the, you're on top of the mountains, and, and when, but when you're in the valleys, it's not so easy. But, but, but when you're on the mountaintop and everything seems to go good, you always find that one person that tries to break you down. You start all these rumors and gossip and, and, and critical parts to try to break you down. It's painful. Anybody ever had that happen? Online camps, you guys had that happen? I know, I know when, when again... When we started Medic Church, we found out a lot of things that weren't true. I'm like, uh-uh, that ain't right. That ain't how things happen. Uh-uh, let's correct those things. And it was painful. 
And today we're going to learn just how to deal with those critical thinking people. Those people that give us those painful things. And so we got three things we're going to talk about here in just a little bit and here shortly. Trying to get caught up here. They are the kids' churches, man. We got an awesome kids' ministry online campus. <laughs> uh, y'all, this is 39 pages. That's because I blew it up so I can see it. <laughs> but you know that Christians get criticized a lot. You guys coming to church get criticized. Maybe you're thinking right now, you know, I probably got criticized this week. I know for me that, that there's often times that, that I feel like, man, I'm just not good enough for God. Because I see people that, that when I stumble and I fall, I may be, you know, at the job site and I'm working on something and I hit my hand and, and an oops word comes out. Just using this as an example, I don't do that. But, but it's, you know, it has happened in the past and then all of a sudden you hear, well, don't you go to church? And, or you make a mistake and you're supposed to be, and these people are like, don't you go to, ain't you at church going person? You know what I'm saying? Sally Sue's over there. Christians get a bad rap. Last week we talked about hypocritical people and, and, and how people don't want to come to church because there's hypocriticals. There's people that are hypocrites. And you know what I said here at Medic Church? We got room for one more. And when that person gets here that's hypocrite and, and they stumble and they fall, guess what? We got room for one more. And when that seat gets filled, guess what? We got room for one more. That, that movie, uh, uh, the military guy, uh, uh, I can't, Hall, Hall Shake Ridge or something like that, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, where, where, the, where the man, he, he, he goes and he's trying to get his comrades off the mountain and, and he kept saying, I got to get one more. I got to get one more. And he began to pray. He was a faithful man. He kept praying. He said, hey, God, give me the strength to get one more. One more. And that's what we're praying for. We want that one more person to come in. We want the one more person to come fill that seat. Why? Because we want God to restore the brokenness in their life. I, I had an opportunity to talk briefly with somebody this week and shared a little bit of our story, shared a little bit of our heart and our passion. And I'm hopefully getting to meet with them very soon to talk more in depth. And I shared to with them that, that we've experienced things and we've established medic church because we've seen broken people and we want to have a place where God can restore the brokenness in people's lives. And we've seen things happen in the course of our ministry, and we're like, hey, this is, this is why we've made Medic Church. This is why God's put Medic Church into existence. It's because we want to create a place where God can fix people. And, and not be saying, hey, you got to look this way, you got to dress this way, you got to have this kind of money, you got to drive this type of car, you got to wear this type of shoes, you got to wear this type of pants. We're creating an atmosphere where you can be welcome as you are, where everyone belongs. Because God is here and our job is to say, hey God, we want that next person that's broke, that's hurting, that's lost, that their gap and their piece of their heart's missing, that, that, they can, that God can restore that brokenness in their life. See, we live in a world that constantly criticizes us. What we drive, how much money we make, what type of job we have. You know, for me, at all times, and I tell you guys, we tell our leadership team, anybody that wants to be on leadership team, if, you can't, if you're too good to wash the toilet, can't be in leadership because we're no better than anybody else. And, and, and what's really ironic is I treat everybody that I can the same. 
I work in healthcare, and I'm in and out of hospitals all the time. And I see people from big top executive home dogs all the way to the little janitor. I don't know how much they make, but I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure they don't make as much as the CEOs. And I know they don't make as much as the nurses. And, 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 but you know how I treat them every time I see them? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? There's one guy, every time I see him, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? How's your day? He said, I just keep rolling, man. I, keep, I just keep getting the next one. I just keep getting the next one. And if by, the, by chance I would be able to see the president and CEO of the organization I work for, you know how I would treat him? Hey, man, how's it going? How's your day? Because we treat everybody the same. Everybody's equal. Because God loves everybody. And that's what we try to establish is loving everyone. And we took grief about it. Pastor Mike, you want everybody. You want a church where everyone belongs? Everybody? You mean everybody? Everybody. Because God loves everyone. Tells us in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. The world. Not Pilot Mountain. Not Medic Church at 108 Hillary Creek Drive in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, 27041. Not North Carolina. Not the United States. The world. And that's the same love we're going to share with our community. And we're going to build relationships on. I don't care how much criticism we get. Pastor Michael, you shouldn't have church today because he ain't working right. It ain't working that great. It's cold outside. It snowed a little bit. There. Uh, we, we get out, not you guys recently, but, but we've got all kinds of criticism before. Y'all ought to play better music than you play. Pastor Michael, when Fernando was sick, you shouldn't have got up here doing praise and worship. You should have hired somebody else to come in and do it. You ain't no praise and worship leader. Criticism. Criticism. See, the enemy wants us to be criticized because it breaks us down. So we oftentimes tell you to find people you can find people that'll build you up and not break you down. Because criticism breaks you down. Let me rephrase that. The wrong criticism breaks you down. The wrong criticism can break you down. But constructive criticism is a different story. Now, I like correct, uh, cor <laughs> constructive criticism. Anybody ever had a constructive criticism? Anybody? 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 Anytime you can go in there and say, hey, listen, you know, you can work on this, try this. Here's some examples. And sometimes, husbands, when you try to tell your spouse, Give them a little bit of constructive criticism. They don't receive it so well. <laughs> Wives, your husbands only care about you, and they're trying to give you the best advice. Tasha, listen. When I <laughs> and, and, and constructive, constructive criticism. I'm about to get y'all got to make sure you're here for the next series. The, the vow we're going we're going to dive into some relationships, but, but constructive criticism. Make sure you're finding people that can, you can instill in. Say, hey, give me some feedback. Hey, tell me what you think. Let me tell you what I did a few months ago. Not you guys, because I had y'all do something separate, but uh, y'all did the same thing. I looked for five, four or five people to help me do something. I said, I need some corrected criticism. And, 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 or constructive criticism. I said, I need your thoughts on something. I need non-biased people that can help me out. People that, that, that will work with me, that, that has no interest, you know, uh, you know, they're not from around here. They don't know anybody. It, it, it was beneficial for us. I said, I need some knowledge. 
I said, will you watch one of our YouTube sermons or one of our Facebook sermons? I said, give me some feedback. Absolutely. These four or five people took it. Man, we got some great feedback. Some eye-opening things. Some things that made us step back and say, hmm, maybe that's something we need to improve on. And, and, and so it says, never ignore the value of constructive criticism. Never ignore the value of God bless America. Never ignore the value of constructive criticism. Now that I got a doubt. Because there is value in it from the right people. When people are criticizing you, if you had the right people, their opinions value. These people that I, that I asked and, and you know, I knew I know them and I said, hey, I want you to be completely honest with me. I want you to tell me the truth and what you, and what you see, what you hear, what you would want to improve, what you did like, what you didn't like. And, and it was great. I said, Amy, criticize me. I want you to critique me and tell me, hey, where do I need to improve on? Got some great feedback. And we'll do those periodically. So if you want to participate on them, y'all let me know. We'll, we'll look you up. But Proverbs 15, 31 through 32. If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. So if you're listening to it, and especially the right criticism, you're living among the wise. But if you reject the criticism, you're only harming yourself. Now, if I would have took this information that we got and we put out there and, and say, hey, we want you to look at these and tell me what you think, how you can improve on it. And, and if I would have just took them and said, right through the shredder and didn't pay attention to them, it only hurts me. And then, in, and then what in return starts hurting you guys. And, and so we valued that information. Husbands and wives significant others, girlfriends, boyfriends, you guys that may be in relationship, take time to say, hey, where can we improve on? Hey, I don't like the way you're doing this. I don't like the way you're doing that. Hey, I stink at this. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> and get some feedback. Now, do not start an argument, all right? And do not start an argument. That's not what I'm telling you to do. And definitely do not use what I call elevator words. You start at the bottom floor, and you're saying, hey, you're trying to get some criticism. Like, you don't ever. And then, boom, you're at the 10th floor. <laughs> and then always, and now you're at the 20th floor. Don't, don't use those words. Be here for the vow series. You're going to hear more about it. <laughs> but take that information. Like Tasha's business, a lot of times I say, hey, why don't you try this out? Try to give her some criticism. Hey, if it, and we talked about this yesterday. We talk, she's talking about our, our, our website that she's working on and trying to get some things done. And da, 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 da. I said, you'd been better off probably just doing your own website. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit, and it's just constructive criticism. Hey, this may be beneficial to you. This may help you. This is what I could, you know, do if, if it were me. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Now, if, if Fernando... Would have told her this same information. She'd be like, man, Fernando, that is true, man. <laughs> Sometimes it's better hearing it from another person. These spouses know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's follow up. It's confirmation is what it is. <laughs> and, 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 but, 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 but the right criticism brings value. 
from the right person. When I hear things from you guys and, and, and our leadership meeting the other night, and we took down and I gave them some self-evaluation forms and I said, hey, fill them out. Fill them out honestly. I said, I took those things and guess what? I read them. I'm the only one that's seen them. It gave me good feedback because I value them. I value their success. And I know, because if they didn't, they wouldn't be here. I know when I say, hey, guys, we need to improve on this. We need to work on this. We need to do this and that. Sometimes it can be difficult to hear some of those things, even for myself. But it's the value that they said, hey, we hear you. We're working on things. and We're going to improve. And if they, I don't think they were, and they wouldn't be here. But, <laughs> but they valued the constructive criticism. They didn't just ignore it. They didn't just ignore it. So how do you deal with the unjust criticism? How do you deal with these people that just ride out and just come up to you and be like, I don't like you. I don't like what you're doing. You stink at life. You shouldn't have started the church in Pilot Mountain. You shouldn't have done this. I don't like your hair. I don't like the way you talk. This bat radiator, yeah, I don't like your mirror company when you're around. Yeah, that's difficult. I don't like coming to your house because all you do is sit around and you don't do nothing. Your brother's dogs are over there getting in everything. <laughs> and you know, you know what drives me insane, y'all? Is being around people that know you and all they want to do is constantly bring up your past. That drives me insane. Spouses, stop it! <laughs> I need to do my earphones in so I don't hear none of y'all. But they constantly bring up your past. Well, God, you took me out of my old life and made me new. But yet Trina and Sally Sue, all they want to do is talk about the old me, my past failures, my past mistakes, but they don't want to talk about where we're at, how we're leading worship, how we're, how we're doing youth ministry, how we're, how we're leading children's ministry, how we're serving in the church, how we're dedicating men. But all they want to worry about and talk about, well, she was a dirty hoe and she was trashy and, and he drank and, and he did all this and they did that. That's all they want to talk about every time we're around it, but they don't want to talk about the good stuff. Criticize me, I don't care, cash me outside. But Christians are the worst at this. Did y'all hear me? Christians are the worst at doing this. This is supposed to be a place of a safe haven. That's why I'm telling y'all right now, I'm trying to create an atmosphere to where you're welcome as you are so God can restore the brokenness in your life. Because I've been there where I've walked into a church and you've been the outcast. Or somebody says, hey, I know what you did before. I know how you were before. I know what you did in your time when you were here and what you did when you wasn't. It's supposed to be this whole holy church going, guy, and that's all they want to remember you by. But we're going to help you succeed. Here at Minute Church, we're going to love on you. Because, see, we're not defined by our past. We're defined by our future in Christ. Y'all check this out, check it out, check it out. So how do we deal with these unjust people? God, help me know when to respond to criticism. 
Help me to respond to it. It should be a prayer you guys need to be praying. Uh, this is number one if you're taking notes. God just tells us in 8 and 1, it says, they criticized him sharply. Tells us in the Bible that your words are sharper than a two-edged sword. I don't know about you guys, but but we got a, a, a little um, box over back here, a little razor knife. It's sharp. It's sharp, sharp. We are out the other week. We were cutting up boxes. And as I'm cutting up these boxes, thankfully my wallet was where it was at because when I went through the box, it went through my, my, um, through the box, through my pants, into my wallet. <laughs> it was sharp. Thankfully my wallet was there because it would, if it not, it would be my leg and it would have been bad. It would have been bleeding everywhere and I'd passed out. That wouldn't be good. Need stitches. <sighs> but our words are sharper than that. Our words can kill. Our words can destroy somebody. That's why I tell you guys, very, be very cautious with your tongue because we should be bringing life to people. Here at Minute Church, we're going to bring life. We constantly tell you we're giving a life-giving and a life-changing message here at Minute Church. When we talk about hell. We talk about the wages of sin is death, and, death is, and the wages of sin is death, and death is hell. Hell's a real place, and we're going to preach it. But I'm also going to tell you about the love of Jesus. And the love of God that sent his son to die on the cross for you so you didn't have to go there. So when you do stumble and you do fall and you do make a mistake, you can come into this house and come into this place and feel welcomed and loved and let God restore that brokenness in your life. And, and, and that's, that's what we're going to be. That's what we're going to be about. But, but our words are sharp. And when we speak down to people and we, and we talk bad, now I'm not talking about constructive criticism here. Constructive criticism is a good thing. I'm talking about just write out dirty people that keep bringing up your past that we talked about a while ago, then I'm going to repeat. Tomorrow you're going to get criticized about it. But I like this. They answered him. So they talked down to him and it was sharp. It cut him deep. But then he answered. <laughs> and when he answered them, there was no longer any type of anger there. Tells us this in verse Judges 8 and 3. When he responded back, when he said, hey, listen, you know what? You can talk about me all you want. You can downplay me all you want. God still loves you. I still love you. And by his response was, there was no longer anger. When he heard this, spouses, let me tell you the best way you can stop an uh, argument. When they're arguing, they're getting louder. You get louder. Just all of a sudden, it's like, Jesus loves you. And me like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> How am I supposed to reply to that? <laughs> and we're like, hey, who brought Jesus into this? Wait a minute. And then your whole attitude is going to change. I promise you, try it. See what happens. <laughs> How you respond. See, a lot of times, people want to criticize you to get a response. They're trying to get a response from you. You know my response being the most of my criticism about the church? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I just take it, I laugh about it, and keep going. Because we know what God's called us to do. And we pray for those people. We pray for those individuals. But by us not responding, or if we do respond to certain things, we do it in a loving way, a loving manner. And when people come at you, I want to tell you guys, the way you respond 
is how they will receive it. They'll no longer be angry. Don't go in there. If they're beating you down, don't respond with a negative thought or a negative response. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's go. So, so God help me to respond to criticism. God help me to respond in the right ways. Number two, God help me know when to dismiss invalid criticism. Those people that are just making up nonsense about you. First Peter uh, two and twenty three. It says when they hauled through insults or when they hollered ins- when they hollered their insults at Jesus, he didn't retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judged justly. So Jesus was going to the cross. He'd already been beaten. He'd already plucked his beard out. Already put the crown of thorns on his head. And he got this big wooden cross he's got to carry up the hill. Man's done been through it. Now, as he's walking to the hill, he's now getting insulted. Whole way there. Gets to the cross. They nail him by his hands and his feet to this wood. While he's hanging there, slowly dying. They continue to insult him. The two thieves were there talking back and forth, insulting, ain't you the son of God? And the enemy's in the background, and Satan, I'm sure, is there, kind of talking around too. <laughs> you had an opportunity to let, to let go. Call on 10,000 angels and you can be freed. All this madness can stop in an instant. But as he got insulted, he didn't retaliate. I think Jesus... I mean, if I was a human, uh, if, I, if it were me, I think the first thing I'd want to be doing, if I'm going out there after I'd be beat, beat to death, half to death, and I don't feel good, and I'm tired, I'm hungry, so I know what's fixing to happen. I'm about, I'm going to cash me outside to what's about to happen. Come on, listen. <laughs> you see what I've already done, and now i got more to do, and now you want to criticize me because you don't feel like I'm doing enough. I mean, I just, I'm dying. I'm just going to go up here and die for you, man. <laughs> I don't think Jesus was thinking those things. I think Jesus was on the path going, I still love you. I'm doing this for you. You don't know what I'm doing quite yet, but I'm doing this for you. I'm doing it because I love you. I'm doing it because there's a better way than this. He didn't holler back insults. He didn't make any threats. I know, again, if it were me, I'd be wanting to make some threats. Anybody ever been criticized? You'd be like, come on, it's time. Let's go boxing. Let's go. Who's ready? It's been time and time again where I've wanted to retaliate and I wanted to go after people. But I had to be in the mindset of, hey, let me be slow to anger. Let me cautious my words because I'm going to try to entrust myself in the Christ and in the God who will judge them, judge them justly. Because God is our judge. He knows the intents of our hearts. We pray for them. We seek after, hey, God, I want you to touch their life. They may have done me wrong, but God still blessed them. And I promise you, your lives will be changed. All right, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Point number three here if you're taking notes. God, help me overcome my own. I don't know about y'all, but I'm my own worst critic. 
every week we go through, I have an opportunity, I, I QC all of our uh, sermons, we upload them to the podcast, when I have time, <laughs> they're a little bit behind, but we'll get them updated this week. But my own worst critic, man, I wish I would have done that different. Oh, man, I wish I would have said that. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Oh, I'm going to take grief for this. There's even been times where, where I've stepped back and, man, I wish maybe I shouldn't have went down quite that path. God, help me overcome my own critical nature. Proverbs 12 and 18, some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Words of the wise Guys, that's why corporate worship is so important. That's why we've established again Medic Church is so we can come together and let God restore the brokenness in our lives. I'm going to close with this. The MEDC and Medic. You guys look at those letters. It's a resemblance, and we design it this way. It's a resemblance of us because we were hurting. We've been broke. We've been cussed out. We've had a lot of bad things said about us. Still have a lot of bad things say about us. And that's where we were when we were in those moments of trying to figure out what God was calling us to exactly do. And God put the, the band-aid and said, hey, this is going to be a place of restoration, a place of healing, a place where God's going to restore that brokenness in our lives. And then we're the heartbeat of the church. We're going to be the heart what's going to bring it each and every week. Where we can say, hey, we want God to fix you like he's fixed us. It ain't always been sunshine and rainbows. There's been difficult times, but God has helped us. God's made a way for us not to worry about those that criticize us. Helped us dismiss those things. You know... I know our lives sometimes don't go as the plan. Don't go as we thought they were going to play out. I sure didn't. In 2014 or 2013, if you would have told me that I was going to be moving to Pilot Mountain, or excuse me, to Mount Airy in 2016, I told you it's crazy. If you told me in 2019 that we were going to start the process of medic church, I told you it'd be crazier. One of you and I would have told you you were crazier. That it wasn't reality. This wasn't real. Because we were taking criticism. We and I and I even told God, God, if it's not your plan for our lives, let it stop. Let us walk away. But God said, No. You have a mission, you have a calling, and I have a purpose for you and met at church and the people that are in it because I'm gonna restore lives. And I'm going to fix brokenness in our hearts. See, see, we're looking. We're looking for things. People are saying, hey, I've heard about your church. I've heard some things. <laughs> I've heard good things. I've heard bad things. I don't care what you've heard. I'm going to tell you that God still loves you. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what God's doing here medic church because we've seen it and I'm not just sitting there shooting a bull I'm telling you this is things we've seen with our own two eyes we're seeing hearts 
being molded back together. Because we have people that are longing and they're looking for something to fill those gaps. I don't have any special powers. I don't have the ability to put a heart back together. But I know a man that does it. His name's Jesus. And that man named Jesus loves you. And that man Jesus says, hey, your heart may be broken. Your heart may be hurting. You may be lost. You may be lonely. But I am the one that can fill those gaps. You don't have to be alone. Because I'm with you every step of the way. Because God said, I sent my son to die for you. So you can live everlasting with him. A reward isn't here on earth, it's in heaven. See, see, I want you guys to understand that that minute church is going to be that heartbeat that God's given us. Because we are dedicated in seeing lives restored. God gave me a vision a long time ago about restoration and restoring. God's brought back things. He showed me this past week and this March, this past several weeks since the beginning of the year of what path we're going to take in 2022. Sorry, you guys don't know this information yet. Our leadership team, you'll get this next week as a filler in. But our mission for 2022 is seeing restoration. Our plan is to establish goals to see people's lives restored. If you've been on the fence about where you are in your heart with Christ and where these pieces are, come. Come here and let God restore the brokenness because God can put these pieces back together. Man can't. All we're doing is following what God's called us to do because God's called us, God's leading us, He's guided us, He's directing us. And God's getting ready to pour out an outpouring of restoration and restoring hearts in this community. And I got goals and I got people I'm meeting with because I know their hearts. I see their hearts. I see their passion. And I know where they've been broken, where their pieces have been all apart. But God's getting ready to restore them. God's getting ready to restore you. You might be on here listening now. God's getting ready to restore somebody today. God's getting ready to restore somebody this year. God's getting ready to do more in 2022 with Medic Church than he has in, in any time before. And I'm believing that God's going to do it. And it's not to say, hey, look at us. It's to say, hey, look at God. Because I know God can do it. You guys will stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day. God, I want to pray that you will touch our hearts. God, if we've been critical to people and, and gave criticism the wrong way, God, God, let us be forgiven today for that. God, help us not to be so critical with our spouses, with our kids, God, with our families. God, people on our jobs, God, God, touch ourselves. God, help us to identify those that are, are unjustly criticizing us, God. God, we pray for those that have unjustifiably done us wrong or said things, God. God, bless their lives. But God, don't let us reject the right criticisms that we need. God, let us take those right criticisms and apply it to our life to make us better. God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming to this earth and dying on the cross for me. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. 
Help me when I stumble and I fall to know that you're right there with me to pick me up. God, bone my heart back together. In name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.